Good afternoon. I do have some uh, brief remarks to make about the proposed uh, uh, bill to increase the minimum wage uh, up to $15 an hour, but I would like to first address uh, a terrible situation that occurred in Fultondale, Alabama. Uh, our, thought, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone in Fultondale, Alabama, um, and a EF3 tornado did uh, strike there um, a couple nights ago. Uh, one person's been killed, several were injured. Um, I can tell you this from a personal standpoint, having spent three and a half years uh, in northern Alabama, that that area, Fultondale, Birmingham, all up through the uh, northern Alabama area, Huntsville, and all of Alabama, for, for, the mo for actually all of Alabama, is actually a great place. Um, and the citizens are really, really, really super people. And uh, my heart goes out to, to them and the victims. And it's my hope that uh, Governor Ivey uh, gets the help she needs uh, from the federal government. Um, any kind of disaster resources, I hope that uh, is soon headed her way. I hope that a, a disaster, disaster declaration is actually uh, issued um, both on a state level and a national level uh, for this area. Again, a, a tremendous uh, area of, uh, of the state. Um, and it's, and it's, it's hits personally kind of with a connection with my home state. Uh, being from Texas, uh, there's a popular restaurant that's uh, located throughout Texas that actually has one location in Alabama. And so, uh, during my journey, during that three and a half years, we often would make trips down to the Birmingham area, and that stop uh, would include a stop in Fultondale at the uh, at that at that restaurant. So again, thoughts and prayers to everyone impacted by that, and I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. Today, I would like to talk about the proposed uh, bill that would raise the minimum wage. To fifteen dollars per hour, and I guess the key question I have is, how are we going to pay for this? Um, it's easy to say that you want to do something, and to say we want to raise the minimum wage to a livable wage. Let's really look back to what a minimum wage is. A minimum wage actually was never designed. To be a living wage. Um, I can remember back in high school getting that first job, and that's really what it's designed for. It's designed for uh, people just entering the job market, our high schoolers, our college kids, earning the extra money uh, during the summer months or during the holidays. It never was really designed to be a living wage. And what we're proposing to do. Um, of raising it up to $15 per hour is going to be devastating. Already our nation's unemployment rate is at 6.7%. Um, we can't, right now we can't afford any new taxes. Um, you've got a nation that's partially locked down. Some areas are still suffering uh, through lockdowns. Restaurants uh, and other establishments are closed, are doing takeout only. So the first thing we really need to do 
Let's get this country back open again. Like I've said time and time again, let's do it in a safe, orderly manner. But we've got to get the economy back up again. We've got to get going. And what I have to say about the solution to this minimum wage issue is the key to a working wage really is education. So what I'm encouraging is the American people who actually uh, are on minimum wage, I would strongly encourage you to further your education. Uh, there are numerous, numerous colleges out there, junior colleges, uh, four-year colleges, trade schools, where you can get certification, where you can get your diploma. That's the key to solving the wage issue. It's not throwing more money at the issue. It's getting the people educated that, that, want, to, that want to go further in life because a diploma actually will get you so much further in life than, than not having one. And so I just urge everybody to do the best they can to uh, get that education, get that degree, get that certification, and then you won't have to rely on a, on a minimum wage. You'll be paid what, what is due to you. Uh, there are several positions out there that pay very well with certifications. And so I just strongly encourage um, everybody to think about that. And let's just give serious consideration to this $15 an hour minimum wage. We simply right now cannot afford to do that as a nation. You know, like I was saying, some of the impacts of doing that, um, you're talking about price increases. Um, if you're having to pay a $15 minimum wage to your employees, of course, it's, it's going to cost more to buy the product that you're that your employees selling. So that's going to be an impact. Fewer hirings. Like I said all, already, unemployment throughout our country is at 6.7%. We need to have more hiring. And even with that hiring, a $15 an hour minimum wage is going to have more competition. You would have steady and a very steady competition to apply for a job at a grocery store. And that really should not be that way. So I urge the Congress, I urge the president to, to think about this because honestly, it's something that we simply as a nation cannot afford right now. The other news that is um, that I'm thinking of talking about, or actually I'm going to talk about today, is the Keystone Pipeline. That's one of the uh, first things that uh, the new administration signed an executive order to actually kill that program. And I want to talk about the impacts of what that has. There are tons, I say tons, there are actually thousands of people who are working on this pipeline. This pipeline stretches from Canada all the way down to the Texas coast, or is proposed to. There are a lot of people that are working on that pipeline. The very minute that executive order was signed last week, a lot of them were put out of work. 
And some of them were told, you can get another job. But for a lot of these guys, it's a trade job. It's something they're they're trained to do. It's it's their it's it's their life. It's what they want to do. It takes a certain kind of person to do that kind of work. And to simply say you can get another job, I don't think you're going to have a oil field worker or a worker that's working on the Keystone go to work in an office. I'm not saying they can't do that. They're certainly entitled to and capable of doing that. But more than likely, they're wanting a job very similar to what they have. So um, we need to think about the, the long-term impacts of, of this. And there is, there's talk about um, the Green New Deal and renewable energy. I talked about this a few months ago. Um, and this town is actually very, very, very close to my heart. It's a town in southeastern Tennessee called Ducktown. And Ducktown's in an area of Tennessee where there's a lot of mines, or were a lot of mines. This town was built uh, around that industry. The citizens of that city were employees of the mine. And one day, uh, they got through finishing, or they finished actually mining that area. The company up and left and left the people there. And you visit Ducktown and you really see what this could do to this country. There is poverty. Um, the town is um, very poor. Uh, I don't recall exactly what the minimum uh, income is, but it's very, very poor. And so we need to really think about this. It's easy to say, hey, we're going to cut this program. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We need to think about the impacts, the implications uh, on the American people. Because bottom line, uh, that's what really counts. And so, I'm, again, I'm asking, I'm asking uh, the current administration and I'm asking our Congress to, to review this. And, and let's think about this before, before it's actually too late. Um, and I'm just thinking about one of the, one of the um, comments that one of the coal miners are, uh, said, and one of the workers on the Keystone said, uh, you know, they said, what do you want me to do? Go code? And I'm not saying that that person couldn't code. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. But again, we're talking about a certain type of worker who does that type of work, and that's what they're skilled for. Again, not implying at all that they can't do that, but it's more difficult to make that transition. Um, so really, I like to really think that the Congress, I hope the Congress and the President both review these items, and let's take a close look at this. Both of these items uh, have a big impact on our economy, a big impact on our jobs. And first and foremost, we need to get this country reopened. And again, I'm not saying to do it recklessly, do it, care, do it cares, God, carelessly. I'm saying to do it in a, in a, a, a manner that actually will provide a safe environment, safe conditions, and let's get America back to work. Let's get this country back going again.
It soon is time. Thank you very much.